Well, I hope everybody's having a great day today. This is Reverend Christopher B. Kane with Live Ministries USA. Check us out at LiveMinistriesUSA.com. LiveMinistriesUSA.com. Also on Facebook, Facebook.com forward slash Alive Ministries USA. And you can search us up on YouTube at Alive Ministries USA. All right. Email me directly if you have questions or comments about this. Uh, Live Ministries USA at gmail.com. So let's get into this. Here's an article that I've written today. Just going to send it off. Uh, it's called God Has Not Given Us a Spirit of Fear. And I want to base it around the verse in 2 Timothy 1, verse 7. As uh, So 2 Timothy 1, 7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. That's from the King James Version. As believers, we need to talk about the elephant in the room that is fear. We all fear something at some time or another, but what we do with that fear can have a dramatic effect on how that fear affects our situation. Many are paralyzed by fear, incapable of making a decision that is not driven by fear. Many, particularly those in the media and the government, push fears upon others as they constantly whip the public into a frenzy of fear and panic so that they might leverage that fear into control. Once you successfully convince someone that they need to fear something, you take away the rational thought that governs the decision-making process and you replace it with emotionally driven choices that need not follow logic, facts, or reasoning. The Bible does not instruct us to confront fear with more fear. We do not fight fear with opinion or division, but rather Scripture confronts fear head-on with the truth. Truth is not a subjective shade of reasoning we all have our own version of. Truth is objective because our feelings and opinions do not define truth. The truth is the gospel. The power that we have as believers to battle everything from fear to the flames of hell is that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for the sins of mankind. You see, once you understand that there is a way that we can be redeemed to God through Christ Jesus, then you understand that that means something for you. We all know that those who truly believe those who repent and accept the grace and mercy of the gospel of Jesus Christ, they become a son or daughter of God in Christ Jesus. Scripture teaches that if we are a son or daughter in Christ, then we become an heir with Christ. Romans 8.17 tells us, And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ, if so it be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. You see, once you understand that you're an heir with Christ Jesus, you understand that power and authority come with that. We're not given power and authority to glorify our own lives, nor to spend it on the lusts of the flesh, but to glorify God through Christ Jesus that we might carry out the Great Commission. It is not that people do not want to be an heir with Christ, because in becoming an heir is all the good stuff that we associate with the faith. 
but few want to suffer with him that we may also be glorified together. We're being asked to lay aside fear and accept that the walk with Christ will often be a difficult road. After all, if it were easy, it would not be referred to as the narrow gate. If the life that we now live is the best life that we hope to live, what kind of a view does that paint for all eternity? If we seek to save this life, we will lose it. But if we lose it for the sake of Christ, we will have eternal life. God empowers those who are truly believers in Christ. Christ is not only the object of our faith, but he is the source of power with which we walk that faith out in him for his glory and honor. So since God has not given us a spirit of fear and we live not for this life but for all eternity, why do we allow fear to dictate so many of our decisions? I'm going to propose one reason that could account for fear being the dominant force that it is. That reason is that we feed the fear rather than fostering the power, sound mind, and love of Christ that we should be driven by. I think that sadly we have allowed the world to define what love is even within the church. In an attempt to be inclusive and non-judgmental, we have limited the power of the gospel only to the extent that we have censored it. Rather than dwelling in the shelter of the Most High in a noble pursuit of scriptural truth, like the Bereans of Acts 17.11, we seek the approval of man at the expense of the sound mind that results from the study of scripture. Let us reject this spirit of fear that grips our world today, choosing rather to serve and even suffer with Christ for his glory. I hope that you guys were blessed by this and encouraged by this because there's so much in this world today that people fear. And as believers, we do not have to be driven by fear. We are not given a spirit of fear. Again, as it says in 2 Timothy 1.7, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. If you'd like to check out more podcasts from us, you can find us on Spotify, Amazon, and iTunes at Alive Ministries USA. Also, check out our website, AliveMinistriesUSA.com. AliveMinistriesUSA.com. We do a live stream weeknights at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time where we take live prayer and study the scripture, uh, except for on Wednesday nights. So we encourage you guys to check that out. God bless you all, and I hope that you place your faith, your trust in Jesus Christ, but I hope that you also walk that out, rejecting fear, choosing rather to be in a noble pursuit of scriptural truth, like the Bereans who the Apostle Paul said were more noble than the, those in Thessalonica, in that they received the word with all readiness of mind, and they searched the scriptures daily to see if what they were being told was true. Blessings in Christ to all of you from all of us here at Alive Ministries USA. This is Reverend Christopher B. Kane saying God bless you.